Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live to Aquatic Wetline Radio Show with your host, the Aquatic Man himself, Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is a one-stop radio show for everything freshwater, including cichlids, catfish, oddballs, flakos, and much more. Plus, we will be discussing saltwater and reptiles. Aquatic Wetline is your original fish keeper podcast that started it all for the fish keepers. What is on the aquatic discussion tonight? Let's dive down into the Aquatic Wetline headquarters and find out. Here's your host, Aqua Alex. Take it away, Alex. The Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by Akari Tales USA. School of Fish, Inc., Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish, and Blue View Aquatic. Don't forget to head to your local fish store or pet shop to pick up some Hikari products, such as our famous Hikari Bio Pure Frozen Foods, which include delicious treats such as bloodworms, mysis shrimp, brine shrimp, and more. If you live in Western Massachusetts, be sure to stop by School of Fish, Inc., and Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish for the finest quality of freshwater and saltwater livestock, fish tanks, and more. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Remember, you can download today's podcast via iTunes or by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash AquaAlex. Now, AquaAlex, take it away. Happy Easter from all of us at the Aquatic Red Line to all of you listening right now to this show. Oscar Alex really hopes you guys have a fantastic Easter. Don't forget to purchase your fish some delicious Akari goodies from your local fish store or pet store. Akari offers some fantastic treats such as frozen bloodworms, frozen brine shrimp, or even some delicious pellets, such as Akari Cichlid Gold. So offer your fish the finest quality products with Akari this Easter. And if you're from Western Massachusetts, check out School of Fish, Inc. right here in Springfield, Massachusetts for some wonderful aquarium equipment and aquarium fish in both freshwater and saltwater. So once again, Happy Easter to all of our listeners. Now, let's get on to the big fat Easter bunny, Oscar Alice Cardinelli, live from Springfield, Mass. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Aquatic Wetline. Hope you guys are having an awesome weekend thus far, and thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode of the Aquatic Wetline. It's got a fantastic show coming your way. Now, we are going to be doing our sixth episode of Life in the Amazon today. Now, over our last five episodes, we talked about some tropical fish species that live in the Amazon, and we've talked about some reptiles that live in the Amazon, such as anacondas and Amazonian turtles, Amazonian lizards, 
and such. But today, I've got a very unique Amazonian aquatic mammal that I'm going to talk about tonight. I'm going to be talking about the freshwater Amazonian river dolphins. Yes, there are freshwater dolphins, and they live in the Amazon River. There's also some other uh, freshwater dolphins all over the world, but today... We're focusing specifically on the Amazon River Dolphins, since this is our Life in the Amazon series. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy this show, because I know you guys love this series. And I figure doing a show on Amazonian River Dolphins would be great, because it's a unique topic. And not too many people know of uh, Amazonian River Dolphins. I did not know about Amazonian River Dolphins until I saw them on one of the Jeremy Wade's River Monsters show. I actually saw River Dolphins for the very first time ever when I was watching River Monsters and Jeremy Wade actually got into the water and start playing with the River Dolphins. When I first saw them and I got interested in them and I started researching them. So I want to share my knowledge of River Dolphins with you. I'm no expert with them. I just know what I've read and I'm going to share that information with you because I think people need to learn about River Dolphins because they're an awesome creature and and they are kind of nice looking so we're going to learn about river dolphins today here on our sixth episode of life in the amazon all right so we're going to have a nice discussion on the amazonian river dolphins i'm going to tell you guys some things you need to know about the amazonian river dolphins as well as them becoming extinct because they are reducing in population, and I'm going to discuss that on our show tonight. Now, as always, if you have any questions, go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142. That's 1-347-989-8142. Any questions, comments, or concerns on Amazonia River Dolphins, I'll be happy to uh, answer your questions or hear your thoughts on the Amazonian River Dolphins. So just go ahead and call in, and I'll take your call. So um, you guys are going to enjoy this show. Now, over the next two Saturdays, we've got some wonderful shows here on the Aquatic Wetline. We've got today's Life in the Amazon, and we all know about our 150th episode, which is going to air next week. But I'll talk about that later on in the show. So enough of me yakking. Let's go ahead and get started and talk about the river dolphin. Let's learn about the Amazonian river dolphin now. This information is taken from Wikipedia, which is everyone's best friend. Now, the Amazon river dolphin, or pink river dolphin, is a freshwater river dolphin endemic to the Orinoco, Amazon, and Tocantins River Systems of Brazil, Peru, Bolivia, Ecuador, Colombia, and Venezuela. It was previously listed as a vulnerable species by the IUCN due to pollution, overfishing, excessive boat traffic, and habitat loss. But in 2011, it was changed to data deficiency due to a lack of correct information about threats, ecology, and population numbers and trends. 
The Amazon River Dolphin is one of the river dolphins formerly included in the superfamily Plaanistelia, making it paraphilific. It has since been moved to Ioda. I, I, I can't pronounce scientific names, so please bear with me. Although an, 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 although an Amazonian river dolphin is not a large citizen in general terms, the dolphin is the largest freshwater citizen. It can grow larger than a human being. Body length can range from 1.53 to 2.4 meters, 5 to 7.9 feet, depending on subspecies. Females are typically larger than males. The largest female Amazon river dolphins can range up to 2.5 meters, 8.2 feet in length, and weigh 98.5 kilograms, 217 pounds. The largest male dolphins can range up to 2 meters, 6.6 feet in length, and weigh 94 kilograms, 207 pounds. They have unfused neck vertebrae, enabling them to turn their heads 90 degrees. Their flexibility is important in navigating through the flooded forest. Also, they possess long beaks, which contain 24 to 34 conical and molar-type teeth on each side of the jaws. In color, these dolphins can either be light gray or carnation pink. The pink dolphins are actually very nice looking, and you see them a lot in cartoons and such. Um, the pink dolphins are very nice, so if you haven't seen them, do a quick research on Amazon River Dolphins. You're going to see how nice the pink dolphins are. Now, the Amazon River Dolphin is closely related to the newly identified Aragrian River Dolphin, which is believed to have been become physically separated and diverged into two separate species. Aragrian botos have fewer rows of teeth than their closely related Amazon botos. And by the way, botos is the name of the Amazon river dolphin in their natural habitat. Now, the Amazon river dolphin is found throughout the Amazon and Orinoco. It is particularly abundant in lowland rivers with extensive floodplains. During the annual rainy season, these rivers flood large areas of forest and marshes along their banks. The Amazon river dolphin specializes in hunting in these habitats, usually using its unusually flexible neck and spinal cord to maneuver among the underwater tree trunks and using its long snout to extract prey fish from hiding places in hollow logs and thickets of submerged vegetation. Now, when the water levels drop, the dolphins move either into the main river channels or into large lakes in the forest and take advantage of the concentrated prey in these reduced water bodies. They feed on crustaceans, crabs, small turtles, catfish, shrimp, piranha, and other fish. They can eat, they can eat crustaceans like crayfish and shrimp, crabs, small turtles, catfish, and uh, even piranhas. Now, when I think of dolphins, I usually think of dolphins attacking sharks, 
in salt water, but the freshwater dolphins attack the piranhas, which is pretty cool. And actually, that's a myth for dolphins, uh, that they attack sharks in salt water. Um, but uh, it's actually true that the freshwater dolphins eat piranhas. Now, adult males have been observed carrying objects in their mouths, objects such as branches or other floating vegetation or balls of hardened clay. The males appear to carry these objects as a social sexual display, which is part of their mating system. The behavior is triggered by an unusually large number of adult males and or adult females in a group, or perhaps it attracts such into the group. Now, a plausible explanation of the results is that object carrying is aimed at females and is stimulated by the number of females in the group, while aggression is aimed at other adult males and is stimulated by object carrying in the group. The male dolphin reaches sexual maturity at about 2 meters, 6.6 feet, and the female at about 1.7 meters, 5.6 feet. Most calves, which are uh, a name for baby Amazon River dolphins, are born between July and September after a, after a gestation period of 9 to 12 months. They are 0.81 meters, 2.7 feet long at birth, and weigh about 15 pounds. The young follow their parents closely for a few months, and often two adults are seen swimming with two or more small juveniles. The Amazon River Dolphin is listed on Appendix 11 of the Convention on the Con conservation of migratory species of wild animals. It is listed on Appendix 11 as it has an unfavorable conservation status or would benefit significantly from international cooperation organized by tailored agreements. In September of 2012, Bolivian President Evo Morales enacted a law to protect the dolphin and declare it a national treasury. Now, the region of the Amazon in Brazil has an extension of 500,000 km2, which is 1,900, and uh, oh, I can't pronounce these numbers correct. Anyways, um, it has a lot of water containing diverse fundamental ecosystems. One of these ecosystems is a floodplain or a Varzi forest and is home to a large number of fish species which are an essential resource for human consumption. So the dolphins actually eat some of the fish that are for human consumption. Now the Varza is also a major source of income through excessive local commercialized fishing. Varza consists of muddy river waters containing a vast number and diversity of nutrient-rich species. The abundance of distinctive fish species lures the Amazon river dolphin into the Varzi areas of high water occurrences during the seasonal flooding. 
Now, in addition to attracting predators such as the Amazon River Dolphin, these high water occurrences are an ideal location to draw in the local fisheries. Human fishing activities directly compete with the dolphins for the same fish species, the tambaki, or the red-bellied paku, as we all know in the aquarium hobby, and the paripatingo, the black paku, resulting in deliberate or unintentional catches of the Amazon River dolphins. Now, pakus are huge food fish down in the Amazon, so uh, fish fisheries and people that catch fish for the local farms and the local markets will catch pakus, and then if they see a dolphin trying to catch a paku, they're going to catch the dolphin as well, which is kind of sad. But the local fishermen overfish, and when the Amazon river dolphins remove the commercialized fish from the nets and lines, it causes damages to the equipment in the capture, as well as a negative reaction from the local fishermen. Some local fishermen will result to killing the dolphins, which is extremely harsh, in my opinion. The negative reactions of the local fishermen is also attributed to the Brazilian Institute of Environment and Renewable Natural Resources prohibiting from killing the Amazon river dolphin, yet not compensating the fishermen for damage done to their equipment and capture. During the process of catching the commercialized fish, the Amazon River Dolphins get caught in the nets and exhaust themselves until they die, or unfortunately, the local fishermen deliberately kill the dolphins that become entangled in their nets. The carcasses are discarded, consumed, or used as bait to attract the scavenger catfish, the vulture catfish. Now, the use of the Amazon River Dolphin carcass as bait for the vulture catfish dates back from 2000. The increasing consumption demanded by the local inhabitants of the Paku and the Black Paku has created a market for distribution of the Amazon river dolphin carcasses to be used as a bait throughout these regions. It's very sad. The Amazon river dolphin is a very nice animal, and I'm sad to report that to you guys tonight. Now, of the 15 dolphins found in the Japuri River, 73% of the carcasses were killed for bait, disposed of, or abandoned in entangled gill nets. The data did not fully represent the actual overall number of deaths from the Amazon River dolphins, whether accidental or intentional, because a variety of factors make it extremely complicated to record and medically examine all the carcasses. Scavenger species, like piranhas, feed upon the carcasses and the complexity of the river currents make it nearly impossible to locate all the carcasses. More importantly, the local fishermen do not report these deaths out of fear that a local course of action will be taken against them. The Amazon, River Dolphin, and other 
citizens are protected under the Brazilian federal law prohibiting any takes, harassments, and kills of the species. Now, here is something that I find very uh, interesting with Amazon River dolphins that I want to share with you. In traditional Amazon River folklore, at night, an Amazon River dolphin becomes a handsome young man who seduces girls, impregnates them, and then returns to the river in the morning to become a dolphin again. This dolphin shapeshifter is called an Encantado. The myth has been suggested to have arisen partly because dolphin genitalia bears a resemblance to those of humans. Others believe the myth served and still serves as a way of hiding the insisterous relations, which are quite common in some small, isolated communities along the river. In the area, tales relate that it is bad luck to kill a dolphin. Legend also states that if a person makes eye contact with an Amazon river dolphin, he or she will have lifelong nightmares. Local legends also state the dolphin is the guardian of the Amazon mantee and that should one wish to find a mantee, one must first make peace with the dolphin. Very cool. What do you guys think of that? Now, associated with these legends is the use of various fetishes, such as dried eyeballs and genitalia. Ugh. They may or may not be accompanied by the intervention of a shaman. A recent study has shown, despite the claim of the seller and the belief of the buyers, none of these fetishes is derived from the boto. They are derived from, uh, here we go, another scientific name, Sotolio Gyanesis are most likely harvested along the coast and the Amazon River Delta and then are traded up to the Amazon River. In inland cities far from the coast, many, if not most, of the fetishes are derived from domestic animals such as sheep and pigs. So those that is some good information to start our show on the Amazon River Dolphin. Now, the Amazon River Dolphin is a very nice animal, and you can actually uh, watch a program on Animal Planet about the Amazon River Dolphins. I just seen one the other day, and I watched it, and I learned a little bit of information on it. I forgot the name of the uh, the program, but I watched it. It was a good show on the Amazon River Dolphin, and it actually showed them um, swimming alongside Amazon mantis, which is pretty cool. All right, what an awesome start to today's show. Now, I think it's the perfect time to take our first commercial break of the night. Coming up next here on our sixth episode of Life on the Amazon, we're going to have a more discussion on Amazonian river dolphins. So stick around for plenty more discussion on Amazonian river dolphins. This commercial break is being sponsored by Akari Sales USA, School of Fish, Inc., the International Aquatic Association on YouTube, also known as the IAA. This commercial is also being sponsored by Jambox. 
Now, I want you to check out these fellow YouTubers. They have some wonderful YouTube channels. I mean, if you're a fish keeper who loves watching uh, fish videos, check out these channels on YouTube. Flashmaster1989. My good friend Jeff has a fantastic YouTube channel. Hannah Pro Discus has a pretty good YouTube channel. Dakota Discus has a wonderful YouTube channel. Psychedelic Babe from the United Kingdom has a wonderful channel. Um, Mass Aquariums has a great, excellent channel. And me being from Massachusetts, I gotta say, he probably has the best channel for Massachusetts. So check out uh, Mass Aquariums on YouTube. And finally, we've got the Aquatic Wetline on YouTube. So after the show, make sure you go subscribe to those great channels on YouTube. And also, during this commercial break, we're going to hear a song that I really like, and it's a song that is dedicated to someone who is a good friend of mine. But I'll introduce this song to you during the commercial break. So stick around, because up next, we're going to have more discussion on Amazon River Dolphins. And don't forget, if you have any questions, go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142. We're back with more next. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Procosinus, micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Ikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And BioPure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Ikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Close Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C, on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Do you need advice on planter tanks? Do you need advice on community tanks? Do you need advice on cichlids? Do you need advice on discus? Do you need advice on saltwater tanks? 
We'll get over to the IAA channel now! We can help you with plenty tanks, salt water tanks, community tanks, filtration, DIY, lighting, dosing, CO2, discus, angelfish, German blue rams, African cichlids and any other community fish. Subscribe to the IAA channel today! Thank you IAA! Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. Aquatic Euphoria, a podcast about fish, all things fish and everything fish. Let William T. and his co-hosts dive deep into your tank and come up with a great fish species topic for a great show. Check out Aquatic Euphoria today for an enjoyable fish show. William T. and his co-hosts do it all. Salt water, fresh water, and yes, plants and even specials on other interesting topics. Surf over there, right after this wonderful show here on Blog Talk Radio. Dakota Aquatics Plus is the next best aquarium keeping show here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host of this show, Andrew will dive deep into the topics of freshwater and saltwater fish, reptiles, and other pets. Dakota Aquatics Plus is live every Saturday and is a show that you will enjoy. So check Andrew out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dakota Aquatics Plus. Did you know that William C. has a new podcast on Blog Talk Radio? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, kids. Tunes and in-betweens. Epiphany is a podcast about revelations, sudden awarenesses and innuendos. William T. will discuss topic by topic, week by week or maybe day by day. You never know with William T. This podcast is controversial at best, interesting at least. Come join William T. at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash epiphany USA. Come hear what all the hype is about. William T. slam dunks his attitude with rants, political slurs about governmental blunders, world events and where this world is headed from a revelational point of view. See if this podcast don't grab your fancy. Come on. What are you waiting for? Come sit beside William T. and take part in a podcast that promises to be inviting, action-packed and just plain crazy at times. Come hear some senseless jargon and an attitude from the shrewd dude from South Carolina. The old man of mayhem, William T. Come on be brave and go there right now. Well, wait until this show is over first though. Okay, so our first song on today's show, the songs that I really liked uh, growing up as a, a child, it's a, it's a song that is famous in one of my favorite movies uh, from Toy Story, and this song goes out to some of my friends that I have, I spoke with many of them today. Anyway, the name of this song is You've Got a Friend in Me, and I want all my listeners to know that you've got a friend in me here on the Aquatic Wetline.
You are now tuned in to the one and only Fish Keeping Podcast on Blog Talk Radio that started it all. With over 100 episodes, the Aquatic Wetline has something for you. What is Alex going to discuss next? Let's get back to the show to find out. Remember... You can call in anytime 
at 1347-989-8142. Now, back to Aqua Alex. And we're back here live on the Aquatic Wetline. You're tuned in to the Aquatic Wetline's sixth episode of Life in the Amazon. And tonight we're talking about the Amazon River Dolphins. Now, before commercial break, I had a fantastic discussion on Amazonian river dolphins, and we're going to continue talking about Amazon river dolphins right here, right now, on the aquatic wetline. Now, don't forget, if you're sitting live, you may call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two with any questions or comments or thoughts on the Amazon River Dolphin, one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Now I'm pretty sure most of you did not know that freshwater river dolphins do exist, and I bet you didn't know that some of them live in the Amazon. So now that you know that there are freshwater dolphins and there are Amazon River dolphins, what's your thoughts? Call in and tell me. One three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right. So let's get back to our discussion on the Amazon River Dolphins. I've got a couple of key things that I want to tell you about the Amazon River Dolphins and freshwater dolphins in general. So for the first time in the history of our life in the Amazon series, we're going to move away from the Amazon species of freshwater dolphins. And I want to talk about all the species of freshwater dolphins, but I'll, I'll announce that when we get to that subject here on the aquatic wetline. Now, the Amazon river dolphin is seen as a competitor for diminished fish stocks, and it is often killed or injured when people try to chase them away. Now, in the Brazilian and Colombian Amazon, river dolphins are often deliberately killed for use as bait in the Mata catfish fishery, which gathers fish that demand high prices in the city. Now, Mata catfish includes the vampire catfish, tiger shovelnose catfish, and some of the rarer uh, catfish out in the Amazon. Some of them are very popular in the aquarium hobby, like the vampire catfish and the tiger shovelnose catfish. But we discussed this uh, during uh, before commercial break as well. But it's very important, and I figured I'd share it again with you here on the aquatic wetline. Now, river dolphins are rapidly disappearing, and so are their natural river habitats. Understanding the threats and their impact can protect them and ensure the preservation of their unique habitat. Now, mercury pollution from small-scale gold mining activities are one of the many threats to the Bolivian river dolphin, a subspecies of the Amazon river dolphin. Now, the mercury reaches dolphins through the food chain. They, eat mainly, they mainly eat catfish, which are bottom feeders, greatly affected by metals like mercury in the water. So that's a little bit more information on the Amazon River dolphin. 
Now we're getting to the topic of all the freshwater dolphins in the world. Now, this includes the Amazon River Dolphin, which is why I think it's very important to bring it up on tonight's show, because likely this is going to be the only show that I will be doing on freshwater dolphins here on the aquatic wetline, because obviously you cannot keep freshwater dolphins at home aquariums, and my show is basically for the home aquarium hobby. But I figured I'd talk about freshwater dolphins because it is life in the Amazon after all. So I wanted to share this on tonight's show. This is going to be our final topic by Dolph on dolphins, by the way. So not just the Amazon River dolphins are becoming extinct. Dolphins from all around the world that live in freshwater are in danger. So let's learn why freshwater dolphins are some of the world's most endangered mammals. They are the river dolphins compromised of several species that are specially adapted to inhabit freshwater bodies around the world. Habitats include the Indies, Ganges, Mekong, and Irrawaddy rivers in Asia, as well as South America's Amazon River system. So you can find freshwater dolphins in Asia and in South America. River dolphins never rose to flipper SQ fame, probably in part due to their rarity. White, or excuse me, while bottlenose dolphins are regularly sighted off the majority of the world's coast and are a staple of aquariums and zoos, all of the world's freshwater dolphins are currently listed as either critically endangered or endangered. One, the Yangtze River Dolphin from China is almost certainly already extinct as it hasn't been spotted for about a decade, which is very sad. All told, freshwater dolphins are one of the world's most endangered group of mammals. One of the problems standing in the way of saving the freshwater dolphins, however, is an overall lack of knowledge about them. When the Yankton River Dolphin disappeared, that event happened too quickly that researchers didn't have time to figure out what exactly caused this decline and eventually extinction. They supposed a combination of factors, including giant hydropower dams, ship traffic, pollution, and accidental capture in fishing nets played roles, but without any scientific study, before the species was lost, they couldn't be sure which of those things, if any, was most detrimental. Now, in an effort to prevent history from repeating itself, researchers from Scotland, Pakistan, and Tasnia teamed up to study one of the surviving species of river dolphins, the Indus River Dolphin. That species calls the Indus River, which mainly flows through Pakistan, home. As of 1990, the Indus River Dolphin's range had shrunk by 80%, and the authors wanted to know why. They undertook a number of activities to figure this out. 
They compiled historical dolphin sightings along the river, conducted interviews with older fishermen living in the dolphin's former ranges, surveyed previous studies published in the scientific literature, and assembled data about major construction events along the river. They found that humans, not surprisingly, were the extreme home wreckers behind the dolphin's decline. From 1886 to 1971, a series of 17 gated, largely impassable dams were built along the river, essentially splitting the dolphin's habitat into 17 disjointed and disjunction sections. Some of these sections are regularly drained for agriculture, leaving them almost completely dry for months on end. In most fragments, the dolphins disappeared within 50 years following dam construction. Today, they can be found in just six of those sections. The length of the river fragment that the dolphins lived in proved to be one of the most important factors for predicting whether they would still be around for another 50 to 100 years after those barriers were built. Likewise, the, the more water that flows through those habitats, the better the chances the dolphins could make ends meet. Now, this finding underlines the great importance of maintaining large sections of intact river habitats to sustain tropical aquatic biodiversity, the researchers wrote in PLOS One. Unexpectedly, some human activities that seem like obvious extinction culprits, in fact, play little, if any, role. Although more than 90% of industrial and municipal elephant that Pakistan dumps into its rivers is untreated. The author points out that by the 1980s, the time Pakistan ramped up its industry in agriculture to the point that pollution was a major problem, the dolphins had already been missing from those river sections for years. Likewise, until 2010, most fishing in the river took place inside channels rarely used by dolphins, meaning collisions with boats and entanglement in nets probably didn't play a major role in the dolphins' decline. No plans are in motion to restore the Indus River to a healthy state, and the author points out that the ecosystem serves as a warning to other nations that are considering damming Himalayan, Southeast Asia, and other global rivers. Hundreds of new dams and water developments are planned or are under construction in many of the world's rivers, and large losses of aquatic biodiversity can be explained, Gil Brolic, lead author of the study, said in the release. As for the Indus River Dolphins, their long-term survival is questionable. The author's model predicted that 100 years after being isolated by the dams, dolphin populations only have a 37% probability of survival. In other words, so, as, so long as the dams are made, remain, the dolphins will probably never be completely free from the threat of extinction. At the same time, people in the larger environment will continue to suffer too. 
as the authors write, the amount of habitat fragmentation and level of water withdrawal from rivers in Pakistan is extreme, negatively affecting human communities, eroding the delta, destroying fisheries, and concentrating uh, pollutants. The decline of Indus dolphins may also be a harboring of worse things to come. So hopefully we will never have to go through this with the Amazon River dolphins. And believe it or not, the Amazon River dolphins are a very nice uh, river dolphin. If you guys haven't seen them, I really do recommend going on Google and doing a quick search for Amazon River dolphins. Now, it's kind of cool that there is a dolphin that lives in freshwater. There's multiple species of dolphins that live in freshwater, and I think they're all pretty unique in their own right. So definitely, I hope you guys learned a lot about Amazon River Dolphins tonight. Now, if you have any questions, do feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I'll do my best to try and answer your questions if I can. Now, when I first saw Amazon River Dolphins on River Monsters, I was amazed. I was like, they really are uh, freshwater dolphins. Holy crap. That's pretty cool. So I grew interested in them. I started researching them, and that's where I got all of today's information on the Amazon River Dolphins. So it's pretty, it's pretty intriguing that there is uh, Amazon River Dolphins. I wonder if there's any freshwater corals out there. That'd be pretty cool if you can find freshwater corals, but I doubt it because you can have you can't have everything from saltwater being freshwater. But it'd be pretty cool um, to see a freshwater coral. But that pretty much is going to do it for us tonight on our Amazon River Dolphin Show. Hopefully, you guys learned a whole bunch of uh, information and enjoyed this show. So we're going to go ahead and take our final commercial break which is going to feature two more songs for your listening pleasures. And then when I come back, I've got some awesome aquatic wetline radio show news that you want to hear. So stick around and uh, um, listen for these wonderful announcements. You guys are going to uh, like these announcements, so I promise you guys are going to like these announcements. So stick around, and I'll give you guys the wonderful announcements. And if you have any tropical fish questions, do feel free to call in one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. I'll answer them since our topic is now finished. So let's hear our final commercial break, and then when I come back, we'll hear two more songs, and then I'll give you my announcements. Do you own a local fish store in your area? Do you own an online aquarium shop? Well. Contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com and get yourself a radio commercial advertising your business. The Aquatic Wetline is heard by over 200 people for each episode, so get your name out there. Please contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com so we can advertise your business. We advertise fish stores, aquarium shops, YouTube channels, and anything in the freshwater and saltwater fish keeping hobby. So, if you're interested in advertising your business, please contact us, Aquatic Wetline, 
at Outlook.com, and we will prepare you with an awesome commercial for this show. Would you like your topical fish question answered live on our Fish Keepers United Question and Answer? Then send all of your tropical fish questions to AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. You can ask any freshwater or saltwater questions you have. We look forward to answering your questions. So submit them to AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. No question is too dumb. We'll answer them all. So send them in right now. Would you like to be a guest on the Fish Keepers United series? This series has become very successful after our first four episodes. I love interviewing fish keepers. So, if you're a fish keeper and you're interested in asking Aqua Alex questions, and you're interested in Aqua Alex asking you questions, please contact Aqua Alex so you can be booked on the Fish Keepers United series. Contact Aqua Alex at AquaticWetline at Outlook.com That's AquaticWetline at Outlook.com Or you can message him on his personal Facebook account Aqua Alex Cardinelli on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you on Fish Keepers United. Keepers, join the Aquatic Wetline live on Wednesday, March 18th, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern as Oscar Alex and Discus Man William T. will have a no-holds-barred fight live on the Aquatic Wetline. That's right, Oscar Alex and Discus Man William T. are going to do battle. They're going to have a debate on monster fish versus feeder fish. And by feeder fish, we're not talking about feeder guppies or feeder goldfish. We're talking about the small fish that live in community aquariums. Which side of the fence are you on? Are you for monster fish or are you for feeder fish? Join us live Wednesday, March 18th, 2015 for a discussion on monster fish and feeder fish. Some of the topics we're going to talk about are, is it morally right to feed monster fish smaller fish? Why does Aqua Alex like monster fish? And much more. So join this fun show live March 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern. You're welcome to call in and be a part of this great show and let your voice be heard on monster fish and feeder fish. Anyone who calls into the show will be played on our 150th episode as one of our best callers on the Aquatic Wetline history. So join us live March 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern for Monster Fish vs. Feeder Fish. And Discus Man William T., be prepared because I will eat you. Are you ready for Aquatic Wetline's biggest show of the spring? 
But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No! I said, are you ready? Then join us live Saturday, March 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern as the Aquatic Wetline will reach and crush another huge milestone. The Aquatic Wetline will be celebrating its 150th episode on Saturday, March 21st, 2015. In honor of our 150th episode, Ikari Fields USA and Oscar Alex will have prizes just for you, the listeners. Hakari is offering four free Hakari goodie boxes, and Oscar Alec is offering two $20 Petco gift cards. A total of six prizes will be awarded on our 150th episode. Plus, there will be a groundbreaking, shocking announcement that will be as big of a shock as The Undertaker's undefeated WrestleMania streak ending. What is this announcement? Tune in to find out. All that plus a special surprise guest. Never before has he been on radio. And we're also going to have a blast from the past and fish topics. So make sure you're a part of our 150th episode live Saturday, March 21st at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on the Aquatic Wetline, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Aqua Allen. And that's right, our 150th episode is going to be airing live next Saturday here on the Aquatic Wetline. But I'm going to talk about that right after our music break. So this next song is another one of my personal favorite songs. And it's sung by an awesome band. You guys might know them. This band is called Maroon 5, and the name of the song is Payphone. One of my personal favorite songs, so let's hear it. I'm at a payphone trying to call home all of my change I spent on you. Where have the times gone, baby? It's all wrong. Where are the plans we made for two? Yeah, I.
out scanning all this money while you sitting around wondering why it wasn't you who came up from nothing. Made it from the bottom, now when you see me, I'm something. And all of my cars are with a push of a button. Telling me I changed since I blew up or whatever you call it. Switch the number to my phone so you never could call it. Don't need my name on my shirt, you can tell it I'm balling. Swish, what a shame, could have got picked. Had a really good game, but you missed your last shot. So you talk about who you see at the top or what you could have saw. But sad to say, it's over for. Phantom pull up, valet, open doors. Wish I'd go away, got what you was looking for. Now it's me who they want, so you can go and take that little piece of shit with hey, you. I'm out of
live on the Aquatic Wetline, and we had a fantastic show here on the Aquatic Wetline today. Now, before I go, I've got a couple of announcements that I want to share with you guys right now. Now, we're going to be live tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's right, live tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, March 15th, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to return to talking about tropical fish. So tomorrow I debut a brand new series here on the Aquatic Wetline called Fancy Plucko Hour, or you can call it Fancy Pecostomus Hour. But anyways, tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific, I'm going to be talking about one of my personal favorite fancy plecos of all time, the L200 Green Phantom Pleco, a very, very uh, popular fancy pleco that a lot of people like. So tomorrow, come learn about the Green Phantom Pleco. And if you want, you can call in tomorrow and share why you like the Green Phantom Pleco and tell us about your Green Phantom Pleco that you're owning. So hopefully you'll stop by and uh, tune in for that show tomorrow. But that was our first announcement. Now let's get to my second announcement. Our next Life in the Amazon is going to be in April. Now, we're going to go back to talking about fish that live in the Amazon because over the last couple of months here in this series, we talked about reptiles that live in the Amazon, and now we just talked about dolphins that live in the Amazon. Now, I want to get back to tropical fish that live in the Amazon. We've only talked about a couple of fish species that live in the Amazon. We've talked about piranhas, pacus, and silver dollars that live in the Amazon, and we talked about all the species of catfish that live in the Amazon. So there is way more species of Amazonian fish to discuss, and I'll have way more information about it than I did with today's show. So next month's uh, Life in the Amazon series is going to be on cichlids of the Amazon. And I love South American cichlids. Matter of fact, mostly all of my favorite cichlids come from the Amazon, whether they're Oscars, chocolate cichlids, walrus, severums, angelfish, geophagus, festivums, or even discus, or even angelfish, I love the cichlids of the Amazon. So I'm very honored to be going back to talking about the fish that live in the Amazon. And I'm pretty sure most of you guys were looking forward to me talking about fish that live in the Amazon again, because I'm pretty sure a lot of you don't care about reptiles or even about dolphins, so I'm going to gain a lot of your interest back by talking about fish that live in the Amazon and cichlids of the Amazon sometime in April. So our next episode of Life in the Amazon will be cichlids of the Amazon, and then after that we'll do monster fish of the Amazon, such as Irma Puma and Arowanas and such. All right, so now you guys know what the next episode of Life in the Amazon is. Let's move on down to our next announcement. Now, our next announcement is about an awesome show that is coming up um, this week, actually. Now, this week we've got a huge week here on the Aquatic Wetline 
because we've got this show and we've got our 150th episode. But first, let's talk about this show. Live Wednesday, March 18th, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern, which happens to be my brother's birthday as well. My brother Jimmy turns 14 years old this, this Wednesday. But anyways, Wednesday, March 18th, 2015, is going to be Monster Fish versus Feeder Fish. It's going to be Oscar Alex Cardinelli versus Discus Man William T. Oscar Alex will be the monster fish, and William T. will be the feeder fish. And I'm going to eat William on Wednesday. Now, we're going to discuss why monster fish should belong in the hobby and why feeder fish should belong in the hobby. We're also going to discuss why monster fish will eat smaller fish, and we're going to have a fun debate on monster fish versus feeder fish. I promise you, I will beat William this Wednesday. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm going to beat William this Wednesday on the aquatic wetline, and I'm going to chase him away from the aquatic wetline all the way back to his fish tank in Euphoric Network. You can guarantee yourself that. William will run from the monster all the way back to the Euphoric Network. All kidding aside, I'm looking forward to this great show. Me and William have been planning it out for months, so it's going to deliver high quality. And we hope to uh, provide you fish keepers with some entertainment. And hopefully you guys will learn which side of the fence to be on, monster fish side or feeder fish side. You guys decide. But know that the monster fish side is always going to win because at the end of the day, monster fish can always eat feeder fish. And by the way, with feeder fish, we're not talking about guppies or, or feeder goldfish. We're talking about the smaller community fish like tetras, platys, mollies, and such. So make sure you join us for that show Wednesday, March 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern. All right. And finally, I saved the best announcement for last. And that is regarding my 150th episode. As you guys know, my 150th episode is airing Saturday, March 21st, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern. And as we know, Saturday, March 21st is next Saturday. That's right, our 150th episode is airing next Saturday. And correction, It'll be airing at 9 p.m. Eastern. So I can't wait for our 150th episode next Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern here on the Aquatic Wetline. Now, next Saturday, I will have six prizes for six lucky callers. Four prizes from Akari Sales USA and two $20 PECO gift cards that I'll be picking up tomorrow. So six of you will win Hakari food, and uh, or actually, excuse me, four of you will win Hakari food, and two of you will win $20 Petco gift cards and some Hakari samples as well. And I'm also going to make a groundbreaking, shocking announcement that's going to shock you guys, and I'm also going to take a blast from the past. And um, I'm going to have a special surprise guest and more. Make sure you tune into my 150th episode so you can win your prize, hear my shocking announcement, and hear what my guest has to say, and uh, hear what my, what my fish topics are, because it's going to be a fun show. I guarantee you, you guys are going to enjoy our 150th episode. I know you guys will. So please join me on my 150th episode next 
Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. I know 9 p.m. could be late for some of you, but all of us are all adults here, so I think we all can listen to the show. It's going to be a commercial-free show. That's right. Our 150th episode for the first time in over a year will be commercial-free. There will be no commercials, just me talking for two hours, awarding prizes, and things like that. So you can bet yourselves it's going to be an entertaining show. So make sure you join me for my 150th episode live next Saturday at this time. This time next Saturday, I'll be live awarding prizes. So make sure you join me. All right. Well, that pretty much does it for tonight's episode of The Aquatic Wetline. Well, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of The Aquatic Wetline. I hope you guys learned a lot about freshwater Amazon river dolphins. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did enjoy the show, please post it on your social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. And all you got to do is copy and paste today's show URL into your Facebook, Twitter, or Google Plus account so you can spread the word to your friends. Also, um, be sure to check us out on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio and we're on iTunes, so you can check us out there. And don't be afraid to tell your friends about today's show. And uh, head on over to Facebook and add me, Alice Credinelli. I'll answer any fish questions you have. And check out my fan page on Facebook, the Aquatic Quitline Podcast, and the Aquatic Quitline Radio Fan Group. I, the CEO and owner of the Aquatic Quitline, want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the Aquatic Quitline. I thank you for listening to all my episodes of the Aquatic Quitline. And I hope you guys will join me for our next episode tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern to learn about green phantom plecos. Until then, have a great rest of your Saturday night. Thank you for listening to the Aquatic Quitline. And take on everyone. Oscar Alex and the Aquatic Quitline now signing off. Thank you for listening to Aquatic Wetline, your one-stop podcast for everything aquarium. Aqua Alex wants to thank you for listening. Return next time for a fun-filled episode. Please check us out on iTunes. Leave a good review if you enjoyed it. And like our fan page on Facebook called Aquatic Wetline Podcast. And join our fan group called Aquatic Wetline Radio Fan Group on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye fish keepers. Hang on.